Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're excited to have you here with us this morning as we continue to discuss the Word. But before we do so, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your wonderful goodness, and we thank you for your faithfulness and kindness towards us, Lord. We thank you for this wonderful opportunity to learn more about your character, Lord, so that we can be conformed to the image of Christ, who is our pattern and example, Lord. We thank you for all the wisdom that you provided up to this point, Lord, and we thank you for the wisdom that you will continue to provide us, Lord, as we continue to look and seek after you, Lord. We thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In amen. Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have you with us as we dive into Scripture and continue our study of the book of Hebrews. We are in chapter 7, and we'll be going over or discussing verses 1 through 19. So whether you're just joining us for the first time or rejoining us, we want to encourage you to pause the episode and take the time and opportunity to read over that section of Scripture just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And now the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. So an interesting thing that the Lord had shown me concerning, um, I'll say verses 14 through 16, where it's talking about Jesus coming out of Judah that Moses didn't mention anything about, and it wasn't according to um, Aaron and the that priesthood that came from him and his descendants. And the reason why Paul put that there, or at least one of the reasons that the Lord revealed to me that Paul put that there was because the Jews at that time held Moses to be equal to God. And if Moses said something, then surely it must come to pass. And if Moses appointed the Levitical priesthood, as in called Aaron and his sons, and then later it was Zadok, we see later in scripture, it was or earlier than Paul, later than Moses. Mm-hmm. We see that it was Zadok that the priesthood was called after afterwards. But, and it was because Moses said that they had authority and had power and they revered it. Not to mention the fact that they disrespected Moses while he was there, but later had a change of heart. And we see in the Gospels where Jesus and even John the Baptist told the Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, and all of Israel, don't say to yourselves that we're sons of Moses, that we're sons of Abraham. (laughs) Because Moses was going to stand up in the judgment and condemn them and go, "Mm mm-mm, that ain't them. And the the point of me mentioning this particular fact is this whatever god says is what's going to happen moses doesn't have the authority to appoint times and seasons in heaven the lord gave him some authority here in the earth but his time has long since been over jesus said and the lord said that a scepter would rise out of judah and as uh and as actually it was a star out of jacob a scepter out of israel talking about the lord jesus and numbers 24 i believe i don't remember the exact verses that it was but i know the chapter (laughs) but 
the Lord said it was going to come out of Judah and it was going to be the Lord Jesus Christ. So whatever God says has the final authority and the final ruling. And Paul was showing them that Moses is not God, was not, will not, cannot be God. God is God. You know, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. There was no fourth. This wasn't a, what is it called? Not a quadruple. Wait, is it a quadruplet? For, oh, yes. It, so there's a trinity as in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's no fourth. There's no other individual added. Yes, yes. To the Godhead. Yes. Correct. Yes, there's no, there's no quartet. It's the trinity. Mm-hmm. So whatever, and it, tying it back to chapter six, when we were having the anchor of the soul, whatever God says is going to happen, whether you're part of the plan or not, be rest assured that the Lord's plan and his purpose will be accomplished. Now, I encourage you, just like the apostles and the other people writing this, that wrote this Bible and the other people in this room, be on the good side, be in the Lord's plan, not as, as a vessel of honor, not one of dishonor, you know, do something, don't harm yourself thinking that you'll get one over on God because you can't and you won't. Oh. And so, But the good side is is not just, okay, I'm, I'm for the Lord, but there's no fruit. No, 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 you actually have to do something. It's a being in his divine order and alignment. You brought up Moses, and I love that. And the word of the Lord concerning Moses was, in, was demonstrated in how Moses lived his life. Right? He says very plainly concerning Moses. Well, it says very plainly. Exodus 34. It talks about how when he came down from the mountain, right, his face shone. But then it also says how Moses would take off the veil to go into the tent or tabernacle, tent of meeting, the tabernacle, spend time with the Lord, hear from him. But when he came out, it said he would say what the Lord had commanded him. Right? Yes. As he put the veil back on, only what he was commanded would he share with the people. Which you see in the pattern example set forth in Christ, which again was the word of the Lord. Right? So we were talking yesterday a little bit about forerunners. So you could say that Moses also was a, in a way, a type and a shadow of the Lord. Because we, as we just went over, he said what the Lord commanded him to say. That's what he taught. And the people struggled with it at the time, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. But then it says about the Lord, he, in the same similar manner, well, two things. The word of the Lord to Moses was that there would be a prophet raised up, or one raised up, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, in a similar manner of Moses from amongst the people, right? Yes. And what did Jesus do? How did he carry and conduct himself in his ministry as our pattern example? He said what? The Lord said what the Father said, through the Holy Spirit, of course, and he did what he saw the Father do, nothing of his own initiative, only as he was commanded, right? Mm -hmm. So you see that similarity there, and and also the forerunner aspect, if you will, in Moses, right, as a type and a shadow of greater things to come, right? Namely, in Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. Mm Mm-hmm. And what did Jesus say? You, you brought this up, Layla. Said if, if Moses was your father, right? What? You, you'd know who I am because Moses wrote of me or spoke of me, right? Yes. But we, or I'll say it in this way, because Paul is writing to the Hebrews of the day, 
He's saying this, this has been misunderstood. You haven't fully comprehended, I'll say, what, what the Lord meant, right? What Heavenly yes. Father meant and who Jesus is and was and is and has been from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So he's saying understand this because Jesus is, is the high priest. He's the king of kings, lord of lords. He is the lord of hosts, right? I mean, and he's a wonder of a counselor, wonder of a counselor or a wonderful counselor, depending on your translation, right? There are all these myriad names of the Lord. And all of it speaks to him and who he is and was and is. And ultimately, he's our God. And we, who will be obedient, will come into alignment, that divine order, or as you stated, uh, and I, and I like the simplicity's sake, right, of just be on the side of the Lord. But mm-hmm. what does that look like? It looks like people that love him, that are willing to be obedient to him, putting their faith and their future, their hope in the Lord, but also are obedient, are actually obedient, carry out his commands in their lives. Houston? Mm-hmm. And then one other thing, going back to mentioning that the difference between Moses and the Lord, the, the Aaron and Zadok, they were called out of the fleshly law, the fleshly commitment. We see that in the other half of verse six. Um, let's see. Who has come? This is talking about Jesus, not according to the law of a fleshly commandment, but according to the power of an endless life, meaning the Lord called him. And that's that's a distinguishing factor. So the the Jews of the day always attributed it to Moses calling Aaron and making them in the Levites priest. Yes, the Lord called, you know, the Levites as well, instead of taking the firstborn that opened the womb of, you know, every couple that had a child, he just said, I'll take the Levites and they will be ministers unto me. But, and I won't say, but, and the Lord was, he called Jesus. Jesus was the one the entirety of the time he was going to be high priest forever, you know, as scripture says, according to the order of Melchizedek, whether we liked it or not. And the Levites were just a, a natural demonstration that the people could see of what the Lord would be doing for us. He offered the, the offering the, he was this, this, he was both the sacrificial lamb and the scapegoat. He was the high priest. He sought the Lord on our behalf made intercession for us so that we were able to, you know, come before the Lord. Of course, he did the awesome work of tearing the veil. So there was no longer a separation that kept us from seeing or being in God's presence. Now we can enjoy that privilege and that honor to be in the Lord's presence. And we're able to receive all that we need from him so that we're able to finish our mission here on the earth. And that's different than what could be be accomplished by the the levites and you know holding to the ten commandments as we see we'll we'll come up and see in chapter 10 of hebrews that it wasn't possible for the blood of bulls and goats and rams and turtle doves and pigeons to take away sins at best it provided a, a little blanket to cover the the mountain of sin but it was the blood of jesus that was i'll say always designed and purpose to be shed for the remission of our sins because he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world so the lord already knew everything and this was part of his plan so just keeping in mind that the lord is the greater one in this scenario yeah moses was a great man he did great things 
but he couldn't have done any of it without the Lord. And that's the important factor and the important part that we need to make sure we realize and understand that we need that secret ingredient, if you will, to have good success. Isn't that what um, the Lord said that Joshua don't turn from the left or the right, but keep your eyes on the law, the book of the law day and night. And then and then after you've done this, you'll have good success. Not, Not just keep your eyes. Meditate on it. Yes. Ponder it. Ask the Lord about it. Ask it the out. Lord to teach you, to explain it to you, so you not just have wisdom and knowledge concerning it, not, count, not just counsel concerning it, but that you also gain understanding so you can apply it to your life. And teach others, because that Amen. was also part of it. Teach your children mm-hmm. when speak about me, when you wake up and when you go to bed, when Amen. you do your chores, when you plow your fields, speak about me. So that's important that we have that understanding that without God, it is literally impossible to do anything worthwhile. That's it. As you were speaking, Leo, the Lord was reminding me of what we see inside of um, verse 7. Now beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. Mm -hmm. And how what we also see here, and we touched on this briefly in the previous episode, is that Jesus is not doing this out of what he thinks is the qualifications for a high priest or what by what he wants to have done he's doing this all according to the will of god the father yes jesus is just as much god as everybody else inside of the trinity but even he doesn't go by what he wants or what he desired and we um looked at what melchizedek blessed abram with he blessed him according to what the lord had already said to him he wasn't blessing him off what he wanted abram to be blessed with or what he thought sounded eloquent or good in the moment he was simply saying what the lord said and that's something very important in itself just speaking what the lord said over yourself and over others is as good as blessing as he gets it doesn't matter if you say you will have three mountains of gold if that's not what the lord said it's not going to do any good it sounds good on the surface, but it lacks all depth and power behind it. Mm-hmm. Well, also, so Amen. verse 7 is key, right? The lesser is blessed by the better. Yes. So what's happening here? Paul is writing to the Hebrews of the day and saying, if you were to set up a hierarchy, right? Structure, pattern, right? Uh, well, in business, organizational chart, right? Yes. Um, Abraham's not going to be at the top. Melchizedek's not going to be at the top because he's going through all these these wonderful individuals that were kings and priests and forefathers for the Lord and his lineage, but he is proving in every one, right? Here uh, Paul is, the Lord through Paul, I should say, why Jesus is greater than all of them. Who, who blessed the Lord? Who gave the Lord anything. Okay, so he's saying the Lord's the one that's blessed us all. And yes, he utilized these people to do it in some cases, right? But the Lord still had to bless them first so they could be a blessing to others, right? Yes, yes. yes. Wasn't that also the promise to Abraham? I'm going to bless you, and in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, right? Yes. Okay, but who blessed the Lord? Who gave to the Lord who counseled the Lord. So he's saying, and the scripture says all those things very plainly, right? So so he's saying, he's proving the hierarchy. Jesus is greater than all of them. 
and equal with the Father and Holy Spirit. Yes, Dad. Yes, Dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so he's he's demonstrating that and proving that in this letter for people that well, at the day, right? The Hebrews of the day who did not or did not believe in Jesus were in opposition to him who is the way, the truth, the life, and the only way to get to the Father. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dad. Where yes, our Dad. salvation comes from. Mm-hmm. In Dad, inside of your example, you gave the example of an organization and how you understand that the once the top speaks, you don't have the opportunity to change it. Just because <laughs> right. you're a employee who works in the front does not mean you have the ability to change what the CEO or whoever tells you to do. And that's very important as well here. Is, um, and it ties back into what the Lord was sharing with me is that we should be speaking as the Lord tells us to speak. Mm-hmm. We're not changing it based off what we want or saying that, okay, Lord, I'm equal with you, so I'm going to change it how I want it. That's not right. We're supposed to be listening to the Lord and using that to guide our decision and our steps. And this goes back to something that Paul's been talking about throughout the entire um, book of Hebrews thus far. And we just got out chapter six where he says, I should not be going through these things again with you. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have to get back to the basics of saying what the Lord says to say and doing what the Lord says to do. But we see that it's very important here. And we talked about it um, inside of chapter 5 how it's not about what we consider grand, what we consider solid food that's important. It's about what the Lord says. If he says to drink that milk, drink it. And that's what is good inside the moment. That's what we see here. Is that? Well, but there's also a, a maturation that's required. Yes. Yes. Uh, an infant cannot start off on, on meat, right? For oh, a yes. number of reasons. They must start off on the milk. And at some point, they should grow and develop and get to a place where they can have solid food. Yes. Right? So Paul is also saying this because, again, it's the Hebrews, the Jews of the day, right? And he's saying, you were given this first. And he's also warning them through the lineage, Right? Their history in this. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the right, Aaron, Moses, Aaron. He's running through all of them in this, in the grand scheme of life, right? Yes. And he's saying, you had this word from the Lord first. You should be at at a, a place of more maturity than the rest of the nations of the earth. Right? Yes. Yes. But then he's also saying, if you will, there's not condemning them, but I'll say, you know, pleading with them, if you will, like you need to get this, you need to understand this. That that comes through Jesus. You you cannot exclude him, and still hope, still think that you will receive your salvation. Yes. Jesus is what makes the difference. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. He's yes, like, Dan. the whole world word has talked about Jesus. This The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Everything is pointing to Jesus in the whole entirety of Scripture, both Old or Older Testament and the New Testament, which yes, is still pretty old, right? A couple thousand years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. give or take, right? So... It still still has some some age to it, right? And the the biggest point is it's all talking about Jesus. Yes, Dad. even the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So he's encouraging them. That's the better way to phrase it. 
exhorting them, admonishing them, but also encouraging them to believe in Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, with the entirety of their being. Mm-hmm. Mature and come up to that level. Yes. And how when we understand that when we're actually moving forward inside of it, then we'll truly be able to enter into what the Lord has for us. And that's the difference between Jesus and everybody else. He wasn't doing what he thought was good for a high priest to do. As we see with Aaron, he was still acting out of the flesh in some manners. Mm -hmm. He wasn't perfectly in line with what the Holy Spirit said and was telling him to do. But he still came with his own perceived notions and ideas where Jesus did not. He came solely as the Father directed him to come, and that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Amen. There's a lot in there, so we're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for providing for our every needs, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for supplying us with more than enough, Lord, and that you're our God, Lord, and that we can get everything from you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.